Welcome to Darren Daily On Demand, your most trusted resource to help you become better every day. Here's your success mentor, Darren Hardy. A man named Bob May, who was depressed and brokenhearted, stared out of his drafty apartment window into the chilling December night. His four-year-old daughter, Barbara, sat on his lap quietly sobbing. Bob's wife, Evelyn, was dying of cancer. Little Barbara couldn't understand why her mommy could never come home. Barbara looked up into her daddy's eyes and asked, why isn't mommy just like everybody else's mommy? Bob's jaw tightened and his eyes welled with tears. Her question brought waves of grief, but also anger. It had been the story of Bob's life. Life always had to be different for Bob. Small when he was a kid, Bob was often bullied by other boys. He was too little at the time to compete in sports. He was often called names he'd rather not remember. From childhood, Bob was different and never seemed to fit in. Bob did complete college, married his loving wife, and was grateful to get his job as a copywriter at Montgomery Ward during the Great Depression. Then he was blessed with this little girl, but it was all short-lived, this happiness. Evelyn's bout with cancer stripped them of all their savings, and now Bob and his daughter were forced to live in a two-room apartment in the Chicago slums. His wife, Evelyn, Barbara's mom, died just days before Christmas in 1938. Bob struggled to find hope to give to his child, for whom he couldn't even afford to buy a Christmas gift. But if he couldn't buy a gift, he was determined to make one, a storybook. Bob had created an animal character in his own mind and told the animal's story to little Barbara to give her comfort and hope. Again and again, Bob told the story, embellishing it a little more with each telling. Who was the character? What was the story all about? The story Bob May created with his own autobiography in fable form, the character he created was a misfit outcast like he was. The name of the character? A little reindeer named Rudolph, with a big shiny nose that initially made him an outcast to others. Bob finished the book just in time to give it to his little girl on Christmas Day. But the story doesn't end there. The general manager of Montgomery Ward caught wind of the little storybook and offered Bob May a nominal fee to purchase the rights to print the book. Wards went on to print Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer and distribute it to children visiting Santa Claus in their stores. By 1946, Wards had printed and distributed more than six million copies of Rudolph. That same year, a major publisher wanted to purchase the rights from Wards to print an updated version of the book. In an unprecedented gesture of kindness, the CEO of Wards returned all the rights back to Bob May. The book became a bestseller. Many toy and marketing deals followed and Bob May, now remarried with a growing family, became wealthy from the story he created to give comfort to his grieving daughter. But the story doesn't end there either. Bob's brother-in-law, Johnny Marks, made a song adaptation to Rudolph. Though the song was turned down by such popular vocalists as Bing Crosby and Diana Shore, it was recorded by the singing cowboy, Gene Audrey. Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer was released in 1949 and became a phenomenal success, selling more records than any other Christmas song with the exception of White Christmas. The gift of love that Bob May created for his daughter so long ago kept on returning back to bless him again and again. And Bob May learned the lesson, just like his dear friend Rudolph, that being different isn't so bad. In fact, being different can be a blessing. Merry Christmas, everyone. <laughs>